0: What would your life look like if you felt competent in your body and in your health habits? We believe that competence is possible for all people. This is the free method podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of free method nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. Welcome back to another episode of Free Method Podcast. Today I have Jenna Free here joining us. Jenna, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, thanks
0: for having me. Yes. So, yeah, I would love kind of just to start, um, have you introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little more about what you do.
1: Absolutely. So, my name is Jennifer. I'm a certified intuitive eating counselor, soon to be therapist. Um, And I specialize in helping people heal the relationship with food in their bodies. Binge eating is kind of a particular avenue that we work on that is just such amazing. Uh, results with healing that. And so it's, that's something we love to focus on. And when I say we, I mean, Lauren and I, who is my uh, business partner at the Body Love Society, which is um, our coaching business. Mm-hmm. Um, and we work with individuals and groups in, in doing this non-diet work. Yeah.
0: So what got you into this like non-diet intuitive eating space?
1: hmm I think it's the same as pretty much every expert out there. And I had my own journey of being obsessed with weight. Started off a diet really innocently at 16 years old, just thinking, oh, I don't want to be the chubby friend anymore. I'm going to jump on my mom's rebounder for 20 minutes a day and, you know, think about what I'm eating. Great. Honestly, if that's where it had stopped, that would have been like a healthy change, you know, move my body a little bit more, consider what I'm eating a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But of course, as it is for most people, um, it didn't stop there. So soon I got a gym membership and then I was having to go to the gym every single day or else I'd have like a mental breakdown. I was counting calories and going into all those restrictive diets. And it just got more and more obsessive um, as I was getting praise for losing weight. Yeah. Of course, that fuels the fires, those comments about weight loss. For sure. Um, and so I really got that message of, oh, you're, you're valuable now. This is like, this is a better version of you. So you better keep going. And so for 10 years, I was very, very strict dieter, but with a lot of binge eating, because that's just yeah. what happens when you restrict too much. Totally. Um, and then really wondering, like, what is wrong with me? I'm so gross. I have such a problem with food. I'm addicted to food. Like, why can't I control myself? Um, and then finally, after 10 years of that, wondering why this isn't working, um, I got to a place of understanding, oh, I think I think I just have to eat because I'm exhausted. I can't do this anymore. And so I just started letting myself eat food, essentially. And when the binge eating stopped, it really was kind of that stamp of approval of, oh, this is the right path. Yeah. And let's continue in this direction.
0: Hmm. That's, that's so awesome to hear. And I think what we see so often in our practice with clients, people who struggle with binge eating, it's a lot of times feeling this, like, oh, I can't control myself around food. I'm addicted to food. I need to limit all this stuff. Can't keep this in the house. When in reality, those things are a lot of the reasons why they're binge eating of like, Mm. well, you're not keeping it in the house. If you're telling yourself you can't have this that is going to lead to feeling out of control around food. Um, Yeah. So I'm wondering what helped you kind of like help that kind of light bulb click on for you of like, wait a second, like, this is why I'm struggling with this.
1: Right. I think it really just was a reaction of, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm exhausted. My body is not having it. Like I just couldn't really hit a wall. And I do think a lot of people hit that and a diet rock bottom, as they call it, where it's like, it's like, yes, I do want to continue because I'm so afraid of weight gain, but I literally can't. I don't have a choice. I, my okay. body is like rejecting all restriction. And it's just like, nope, you can't do this anymore. You are so exhausted. So it was really almost out a necessity mm. of like, this is not an option anymore. So I need to find an alternative.
0: Yes, totally. And what, so when you kind of realize that of like, this is an option. I need an alternative. Like, how did you find those alternative sources? Like how did, and I guess with that, it's like, how did you kind of learn that like intuitive eating exists in this life beyond like diets and restriction and that sort of thing?
1: Well, what's funny is when I did kind of begin that idea of like, Hey, if I haven't been happy for 10 years, even with my weight loss. Like I was never happy with my body. It was never enough. Mm-hmm. This clearly, like, okay, if I just lose five pounds, if I just am more toned, if I just, if I just, if I just, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. I was really fooling myself with that because for 10 years that never worked, no matter what I achieved. And so it really did dawn on me like, oh, there's never going to be anything I can do with my body that will make it feel like, oh, I'm done. I'm here. I'm good. So kind of having all these little ahas of, oh, like this isn't going to fulfill me the way I thought it was. My body isn't wanting to restrict anymore. Like I'm exhausted. This isn't working. It really was. And I know intuitive eating is just natural because I was able to do it and discover it before I knew it was a thing. I didn't know it had a name. I was just like, I just have to eat now. Like, Mm -hmm. like if I go to my in-laws and there's chips out, I'm going to eat them if I want them. Like I'm not, okay, should I be good? Should I be bad? Oh, all this overthinking. I've just really got to a place of I'm going to be more flexible. And then it was like one step at a time of like, oh, this isn't the end of the world. I eat some yeah. chips and I'm not, you know, the world hasn't ended. It's fine. Yeah. So it was almost these little baby steps of my own natural intuition being like, oh, mm-hmm. eating's okay. I don't have to kill myself at the gym every day. What if I'm more flexible with the way I move than I did yoga for like, a year exclusively just gentle and really shifting things all without knowing any of this world existed so i thought i invented something new yeah. you're like i am <laughs> like whoa what is yeah. like bodies can just chill and we can all just accept ourselves and not work so mm-hmm. hard and not diet oh my gosh I've invented this new concept yeah <laughs> and then and then I found the world of intuitive eating and mm-hmm. body acceptance and all that and I said, like, oh like mm-hmm. this is actually a natural way of being and I stumbled upon it but people are already talking about it, it does have a name
0: yeah.
1: um and it's all it's all known already but I it's I just love how natural it is because you can become an intuitive eater without knowing anything. you don't need to be totally. taught anything, Yes. if you do kind of listen to yourself, it is natural, which is yes. cool yes,
0: and it it's so interesting i uh, I've always told clients like you know we're we're born intuitive eaters, and then as we go throughout the world and as we grow up, we're we get thrown into diet culture that's like the opposite of intuitive eating, but it's been so interesting for me. I have a one and a half year old son, and I remember his Doc's appointment. I think it was maybe his like one year old appointment when we were like really moving into like, okay, he's eating more food now. We're not doing formula, all that sort of stuff. The doctor was like, yeah, like you can put food in front of him. And if he's hungry, he's going to eat it. And if he's not, he's not going to eat it. And I was like, that's intuitive eating. And obviously it's more like of hunger and fullness, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, that like he is the definition of an intuitive eater. And so, yeah, I think for all of us in our like adult life who have been impacted by diet culture, it's like, how do we get back to that place of mm-hmm. trusting our body, trusting our hunger and fullness, rejecting all of these like diet narratives, which is hard when we live in a world that really is like screaming diets. Um, and even now I'm curious if you've seen this too, I feel like intuitive eating is almost becoming like a trend in a sense that diet culture is starting to like take advantage of too, of like, here's how you can eat intuitively and lose weight. Or like, it's, it's trying to use some of the wording because I think it's catching on to like, Oh, people like want to do this, but like, how can we still co-opt it in like our messaging?
1: Yeah, that's why we really don't like Noom at all. We even we yeah. have a sweater. Says, I saw that. I not, really <laughs> love it. Not today, Noom. So, yes, because it really this is such fraudulent marketing mm-hmm. is. We have so we have a highlight on our Instagram of people sharing their stories about Noom, being like yeah. most people are put on twelve hundred calories. Yeah. Like almost ninety percent of people who sent something in were like, yeah, they put me on this very standard twelve hundred calories a day. I'm counting calories. There's red, that's green, insane. yellow foods like. Yes. how is this not a diet yes
0: i mean it's like weight watchers rebranded and with like yeah. not points but calories or it's like any diet there a lot of them it's exactly. like these are all the same things we're just putting it no, yeah game.
1: yeah no one has reinvented the wheel yeah. it's all the same thing in different packaging and that's why noom is bothers us so much is because it's so fraudulent in their marketing because it's oh, it's psychology based it's not a diet it's so different um, and even though they're quite honest about being about weight loss now, I think they even changed their name to like new weight loss or something. Yeah. They still market it as like psychology based. It's totally different. It's not restrictive. It's like, yes, yeah. it is.
0: yes, it is. If you have
1: like, a calorie limit, it's restrictive. Totally.
0: And I'm like, if you're going to be a diet, just like be a diet. Like don't that, try to do it like you aren't like, we're not going to love what you're doing either way. But I'm like, yeah, then you're at least not like misleading people.
1: Um, well, exactly. That's why we don't talk about all the ones that are obviously diets. Like, okay, we all know that. Like, for sure. We know that sucks. So we don't yeah. even worry about that. It's the ones that are tricking people into thinking, oh, I'm going to help you heal your relationship with food and your body. But then they actually pull you in deeper into the That's disorder. Behavior.
0: Yeah. It's like, you're actually going to harm it even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I would love to hear more. I know you recently launched you and Lauren and I online, which I feel like, gosh, has just been so needed. And I think it's just a great resource for people who are wanting to learn more, who are wanting more support. Um, and I just love, I was talking about this with some clients and people on Instagram, like it's, it's a much more like accessible option than like Working with a dietitian, working with a therapist, and like, yes, those are great, obviously. But I know for some people, like, that's not accessible for them. But we still want them to get the support they need too. Um, so, yeah, I would love to hear even kind of what led y'all to creating on diet online.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, what on diet online is is a kind of a collection of we have like two hundred and seventy five experts right now on board with who are creating lessons and workbooks and content for our members to have resources on hand to do non-diet works. So you can save lessons, put them on your dashboard, follow experts, um, like a little bit of social media vibes, there's community, but it's completely non-diet and just has educational content. So if you're doing this work, it's just a great option to have resources at your fingertips and community at your fingertips to really um, connect with this work like you said, in a way that's accessible. So it's $19 a month or $149 for the whole year, which is typically like one the price of one oh, yeah. therapy session. So it's it's just a great way for people to kind of dive into this work mm-hmm. um, who perhaps have been just stuck on following people on social media and listening to podcasts, which are great resources. We have social media on a podcast Definitely. too, mm-hmm. but there is only so far you can go with kind of this. I kind of think of podcasts and and social media and kind of all the free content mm-hmm. is more like awareness based. Like, did you know intuitive eating is a thing? Did yes. you know that diets don't work? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? And now yes. that you know, you're like, yes, I'm aligned with intuitive eating. I want to do the work now. How do you actually do the work? Yes. And so that's what a diet in line can help with. is having mm-hmm. workbooks, lessons, videos, audio trainings on. Hey, here's what you can actually do to begin shifting body image. Here's what you can actually do to begin. Um, intuitive eating. Mm-hmm. so we have all those lessons, and then we are adding once once a month live trainings as well. Mm-hmm. So a different expert will be doing a live session um, each month, and then we post mm-hmm. the replay on the site too. Mm-hmm. So that's what a diet online is, and how we came to create this platform is because Lauren and I, we were doing our typical coaching thing, mm-hmm. you know having courses and coaching programs. And doing our social media thing, and we just realized like there are so many amazing non-diet experts saying the exact same thing we are. We're all saying the exact same thing, trying to sell very similar things, um, but like all separate. So we wanted to just bring everyone together to have something to offer. Like it's a little tidbit from all of these amazing experts. You can have, you know, a little bit of content from movement experts. There's actually movement classes on the site. Where, you know, they're going to not be about weight. They're not about um, weight loss. They're just about moving your body and having a different relationship with it. So you can access these fitness experts that are health at every size and intuitive eating aligned. You can access, access dietitians. Everyone kind of has their own niche, some Work with people with diabetes, PCOS, uh, just diet, dieticians, as well as therapists. So, working on the mindset piece, working on body image. So, you really have little bits of of insights from a variety of experts as opposed to, okay, I got to pick the one non diet expert I want to work with and do a really expensive program with them. And if you can afford to do that, that's amazing because working with someone kind of A to Z is so powerful. But I know, and we know for us, like our one on one coaching program, most people are not like up to spending that money totally. readily anyways, or it's gonna take some a time yeah. some time to commit to that level of commitment for this work. So even if you're like, oh, I just want to check it out, it's a good option if you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do like a huge program yet, but I want to yeah. see you know what these people are teaching or what I can learn um, yeah. in a way that's not such a big commitment
0: totally i love that and i think too for the people who maybe do want to make like a bigger investment or have the ability to make a bigger investment in their health i think like undying online can be a great first step to then see like okay here's a lot of the great providers who feels like a good fit for me do i need a therapist do i need a dietitian do i need both like what would be a good fit or do i just need this community here as it is and these resources um so i think it's a good yeah, a good way for people to kind of like dip their toes in or even for people who maybe have already worked with a dietician or therapy and kind of, you know, they're like, okay, I don't need the like weekly or kind of more intensive, like one-on-one group stuff, but I still need some support before just like Mm -hmm. going back into the real world on my own. So I think it's great no matter
1: what stage you're at in your journey. Absolutely. And that's a big part of it too, is it's, it's almost like a directory. Like you go on right now with, 275 experts it's like okay well who's in my area who's who do I connect with and then you can like everyone has their own website of course and go visit them like we want to encourage our members to work with the experts as well which is connecting everybody bringing everyone together and kind of making a hub for this field where we can all connect with one another.
0: Uh, I just had like a random vision of y'all having this like amazing conference one day. I don't even know if that's
1: like your dream. (laughs)
0: That's like so cool. Like bringing all these experts, bringing people like, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Putting it out in the world. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We'd love that for sure.
0: Yeah. So I would love to circle back on the binge eating that we talked about because I know, and I think you said that's an area that you have like specific interest in too. Yeah. I would love even like for people listening who maybe are like, gosh, like I resonate so much with what she was saying, but it just feels so hard to like, to stop. Like, I just feel kind of on that hamster wheel. Like, how do I even like get off or like, okay, maybe that worked for her. How would that even work for me? Mm -hmm. What would even be some like, maybe like initial like tips or like encouragement that you would give to someone listening, um, whether it's like, you know, binge eating or just kind of feeling out of control with food and feeling the relationship with food isn't a hundred percent.
1: I've said this before, but it's like when we're in that cycle, the only place to exit is the binge. So mm-hmm. you can't like you're in a cycle, and that's why we feel stuck because it goes round and round. Okay. Where's the exit, right? You're like, uh-huh. you're just spitting at hyper speed. There's nowhere to get yeah. off. You can't get off at restriction because then your body's going to pull you into the binge. Yeah. You have to get off at the binge. So after you've binged, not going back to restriction is how you get off.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. So
1: that's scary, though, because we want to compensate, we want to counteract that. So understanding like the next time you binge, it's like, I cannot compensate for this or I'm going to start the cycle over again. If you think okay. of that as like, you kind know, of where you're like your exit point, your potential exit point, and you can either choose to exit, which is scary and unknown and difficult. And, you know, we're worried about waking. We're worried about health. It's scary. Yeah. Or you can choose to start again and go and restrict. Like mm-hmm. it is a choice. You choose to do it. You either do the thing, you know, that's horrible, but familiar, or you you test the unknown waters of yeah. what if I don't compensate for that huge binge last night? What if I just wake up and eat a normal breakfast? Yeah. And then you yeah. choose to do that. And then you keep going with it. Even when you feel uncomfortable, even when it's scary, even when it's unknown, because I promise you when the binging stops, oh my God, it is like a whole new lease on life. Yeah. Yeah. And- Coming from binging for ten years to someone who um, like is so chill with food, I would have never in a trillion years thought this could be my brain and my body wow. like I honestly especially even as the years go on I'm like I do not care about food at all I think like, I enjoy yeah. it when it's good but it's like yeah. I'd rather just like not have to eat it's just like a burden <laughs> in my day. Yeah. like I hate planning and uh-huh. I have ADHD though so like grocery stores are very overwhelming for me for sure. planning meals is very challenging yes. for me so if I could just get like takeout like every lunch oh, yeah. and dinner for my whole life <laughs> yes. I would love that but yes. i have a family with children so i can't Apparently. do that <laughs> yeah it's but, like guess, and that gets expensive yeah exactly yeah the budget uh, restricts that but <laughs> it is really to a point where i understand i need to give my body nourishment i want to eat foods that i enjoy and so i eat them but it is so relaxed whereas when i was binging like it was limiting my life so much where you know you usually binging on your own by yourself so i make you like have a bunch of food and take it to my room if I had roommates or you know be yeah. home alone in the evenings and right now I actually we got a house with my husband's sister and her family so there's oh. eight of us living in this house oh, yeah. I couldn't be a binge eater and live in this situation yeah. I have no privacy ever so, so true. like with a partner that I share a room with and yeah. kids and another family living with me it's like yes. there's no room true. for that restriction and binge cycle to run my life. And because it is not present, I'm able to do like this wild thing of living yeah. with another family and like exploring this like community vibe of what we've created. Mm-hmm. And it just really opens up your life once you have a healthy relationship with food in your body.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And and that I hear too, just recognizing like, gosh, how an unhealthy relationship with food impacts you in so many ways that maybe you don't think about until you're on the other side. Um, Yeah, like you said, like there's no way I could live in the situation I'm living in if I was still engaging in these patterns. Or it would just create so much more stress in your life. Oh my God, it would be horrible. Yeah, because also it's like when you're in those situations, you'll find a way, but it'll be really stressful middle of the night, being secret, like it'll just create way more chaos. Mm. And I love what you said too about like finding that like escape or like exit option. Because yeah, I think it just feels I talk through that with clients all the time of it's like, okay, but where can I like get off? Cause if I restrict, it leaves me to binge. If I binge, it's going to restrict. And I love what you said about like, okay, after binge, not restricting again. Like trying to have a balanced meal. Um And really trying to take it like one meal, one day at a time. Cause even like you Mm -hmm. said, like I think you said it was 10 years ago, maybe. So, not even trying to think of like, gosh, well, what's my life gonna look like like a year from now? Like, how is that even possible? But trying to like narrow it down to like, okay, let me just focus on today or tomorrow or like this next meal instead of like, gosh, how am I gonna be able to not binge for 10 years? Like, that's impossible. (laughs) Like, let's just focus on today tomorrow like day at a time
1: and what's cool about that is like that's like the best um way to do it especially at the beginning like okay taking it one meal at a time not restricting but then there does come a point where diets are so like okay today is so serious and I have to eat the right amount of food today and if I don't eat the right amount of food today my entire 30-day plan is like it's we're so like caught up in the minutiae so yeah. it's like, yes, focus on each meal at the beginning, but then you do get to a point where I like to have people zoom out and like think of the next five years. Don't worry about what your body looks like this month. Don't worry yeah. about, oh, well, oh I've gained five pounds. It's like, okay, let's think of your body in five years after having a healthy relationship with food, being balanced, feeling good, not binge eating That's anymore, right. you know, ac- accepting your body, taking great care of the body you have. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's not even think about what your body looks like or what's what's happening for like, two years, two to yeah, five years. Totally. Like, You've got to like zoom out. So it's like at first you're zooming in until like, okay, yeah. take us one step at a time. And yeah. then once you're feeling more confident, it's like, okay, zoom out. It's like, yes. okay, it's not every single thing I eat matters. Like what yes. I had for the lunch, lunch, it wasn't healthy. It's like, who cares? Zoom out to like five years. Yes. You want variety and you want, you want um, to be able to do all these different things, like mm-hmm. exercise and rest and eat. Eat really vibrant, nourishing foods, and eat your, yes. your delicious burger out and yeah, takeout, totally. and spread that all out over for like six months, a year, two years. Yeah. Don't hyperfixate on this we It's yeah. it's so much bigger than that, and our bodies really—they're um, so brilliant. Like it'll all even out and balance out when you think of it more long-term as opposed to, okay, I'm going to try intuitive eating for two months. And if it doesn't work, yes, I'm out of here. It's like, no, we got to talk about like two years. Oh yeah, totally. And I think that's what can
0: be so hard is because diets offer us oftentimes mm-hmm. this like quick fix but we also know the results don't last research shows that um but intuitive eating can feel like this big switch of like it and obviously we're looking for way different results with intuitive eating than we were with diets but still it's like even that like peace of mind with food healthy relationship with food like balanced eating like all of that we're probably not seeing right in two months it's like that takes Mm -hmm. time And so I totally agree. It's like at first when you're just trying to break those cycles, it's really trying to focus on like that day, that moment. And then it's like moving beyond that of like, okay, now like one day is not that big of a deal. One week is not Mm -hmm. that big of a deal in the grand scheme of like years and years of your life.
1: Yeah. Because we do think of this as, okay, this is the rest of my life. If I don't get the exact meal I wanted for lunch, I don't care. I'm going to eat freaking 10,000 more meals. Like there's this, there's this nonchalance to meals and to foods. It's like, I'm going to eat so much in my life and I'm never going to restrict. And I'm always just going to eat whatever I want. So if the only thing in the fridge doesn't sound like that appealing, but that's what's accessible to me. I'm just going to eat it because I know I'm going to eat again and like three or four hours. Like it's no biggie when you really get the like, Oh, this is the rest of my life. Like the restriction isn't going to come back. The diet isn't going to come back. I'm free now. So it just takes a lot of pressure off.
0: Yes. Oh gosh. I totally agree. Um, well, Jennifer, people listening who want to learn more about undiet online, um, you know, try out where, and just learn more about you, learn more about Lauren, where are the best places for people to find y'all?
1: Absolutely. So, for us specifically, we can be found at thebodylovesociety.com or Instagram at the Body Love society. Um, and people want to check out diet Online, they can click the link in the show notes because that will give the podcast some commission as well. So, <laughs> we do do 50 50 with anyone who shares about the platform because it really is a community platform. It's right. involving everybody. We want everyone to benefit from it. Um, and it really is kind of about the cause, not so much a business. So, um, if you do want to join our diet online, please do it through the link in the show notes so that the credit can be spread evenly to everybody and we can all benefit from it.
0: Yes, I love that. Um, yeah, and I think that's just such a, a great mission, too, of like, how can we make this a, this like community feel with, obviously, the people who join, but with the providers, the experts who are on there as well. Um, yeah. I think that's great. Well, thank you, Jenna, so much for taking time um, and just sharing some of your wisdom with us today. Um, We enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the Free Method Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review. That helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.